BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 money line wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey, everybody. MC Andrew Love back on your screen and your speakers one more time. And welcome to another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I bring to you a dope actress by the name of DaVita out of Buffalo, New York. Man, she's one hell of an actress. Check her out in this interview we did right now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm MC Andrew Love. And welcome to another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I have this awesome guest. She hails from Buffalo, New York. Buffalo. Man, those guys are dope out there. You know who I'm talking about. Well, anyway, I'm talking about Davida. She's an actress. Went to college, graduated, did all that stuff. And she went out and made some films, folks. You can check it out online and on Lifetime. Without further ado, let me bring you Davida. Hello, Davida. How are you doing today? I am great. How are you doing? I can't complain, man. I can't complain. You know why I can't complain? Because nobody would really care. Oh, here it is. <laughs> now, what have you been up to? Well, you know, just I'm in the grind like everybody else, trying to work, trying to make ends meet, but keeping my head above water at the same time. But you know, yeah. it's it's been it's been a challenge with you know with the pandemic and everything. But you know, all is well. I have no complaints. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, welcome to Let's Chat and Jam. And uh, this format or this show is basically 
It's a show about you and what it is you do and how you got to where you are today. Your journey, so to speak. When did you know that acting was what you wanted to do? I would probably have to say I, I fought it a long time. I knew when I was in high school. I was about 15. I was doing um, one of our school musicals. I went to Holy Angels Academy, by the way, which is no longer open. Um, uh, my teacher had me sing a song and she said, you know what? I really think you have a knack for this. Let's start you off with chorus and then we'll see what you do with drama. And since sophomore year of high school all the way up until now I've that little that little gnat kind of bit me and said you know what I this is what you need to be doing and I've been pursuing it ever since wow well that's dope because I've seen one of your short roles or small roles in mm-hmm. this film on YouTube <laughs> it's called Bill Buys a Car <laughs> Yes, Bill Bison. No, you did a role on there that I thought was mind-blowing. Oh. Yeah, some folks may say, MC Andrew Love, you're too emotional. <laughs> but I saw this role, and I knew that you were dope. Oh. I knew, seeing this role, that you have skills. Thank you. Yes. For example... And the line that says, I wish I could buy a car, I can't afford one. But if I could, wouldn't it be nice to just go anywhere, just get away from here and be God? Wouldn't it be nice to do that? And I'm like, hell yeah, that'd be nice to do that. <laughs> I thought you was talking to me. And I really did. I, I was like, oh shit, she's talking to me. She must have read my mind. Yeah, folks, you've got to watch this little short film that's on YouTube. And you can find this link on her Instagram page, folks. Oh, you can't because it's private. (laughs) You had, listen, folks, you had an opportunity and you squandered it. That's why she went private because y'all wasn't looking. Well, now that she's on Let's Chat and Jam, y'all gonna be looking now. And you can check out this video in the link in the description in my video, folks. <laughs> You're probably like, no, MC Angel Love, why are you so mean today? I'm not mean. I'm just frustrated. I'm frustrated that people cannot see talent when talent is staring them in the face. She's been wanting to be an actress since she was young, folks. So she went out and got it. She did it. And she's doing it. And she's dope with it. I really, really love what you do. I believe in your star ability. Man, you're a celebrity in my book. You always have it, ever since I met you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. At least somebody's paying attention. (laughs) Yeah, so that goes into my next question. Who is your greatest influence? Wow. I have two, actually. Um, That would be... Ms. Lorna Seahill. She was the um, artistic director of the Eugenia Theater Company here in Buffalo. And Andre DeShields, Broadway legend. Um, I met him. He did a show here at Buff State. While I was at my residency, we did hair. 
And they were able to get Mr. Ira Shields to be the director of that show. And just the the pre-staging of getting us prepared for the roles that we were about to accomplish, because, you know, Hair was 1968, 1969, you know, free love, make love, not war type of thing. Um, Which is my favorite line. That's awesome. Love, love not it. war. Love, yeah. not war, baby. Let's make peace. <laughs> yes. Not be a beast. No, okay. You better come on with it now. That's a good one, too. Um, and he broke us down. Not in a way that, that was harmful, but he would go to each, it was like 27 of us in the cast, and he would come to each and every single one of us and tell us what he saw. And when he got to me, he said, he said, you're holding on to a lot of stuff. You did so much wrong to you. Wow. you abused. You don't have any siblings. He said, and your life was hard. He said, you don't have to act hard anymore. He said, you are a queen and you need to own it. Be you, is what he said to me. Um, and just from there on, um, and I've had other people, you know, to echo what he's, you know, what he said in not so many words, but um, him and, and Miss Lorna, who I actually got my start with acting up under her um, okay. when, I was a te- when I was a teenager. I was in high school and I met Miss Lorna. She, you talk about grooming, she works with you hands on. She's tough. She was tough. No nonsense. She passed on uh, after, like, in the summer of last year. Um, God rest her soul. Uh, she, man, she told you how it was. They both told you, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do it, and you're going to keep doing it until you get it right. And if I don't feel it, I know you ain't feeling it, so you're going to keep doing it. No, you wow. not stop because you tired. You gonna stop when I feel it. When I say that I felt that impact and I so I noticed that moment is working. When that moment works, you can stop. Word. That yeah, they both were they were tough, but that tough love it helped. You know, I can I can do what I do without fault and without guilt. You know, mm. so those two Facts. things. I am forever grateful for their teaching. Got it little challenge for you, I think. It could be a challenge. Maybe it's not a challenge, but you're an actress, and I'm sure you have seen some movies in the past and maybe heard some lines that may have stood out to you. (laughs) So I have a challenge for you. I know you're not much of an improvisation actress. I know this. You told me this. so. So I'm not challenging that. I'm challenging you to a line that you could say from your favorite movie, your favorite character. Like, if they would do a remake of this movie that you love so much, and they would offer you that role, would you take it? And if you would, give us a line from that role, and please, act in character. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he did not exist. That line came from The Usual Suspects. That movie is my one of my favorite films, The Usual Suspects. This is the film where Kevin Spacey um, plays a, a criminal, high-powered criminal named Kaiser Soze, and nobody seems to know who he is because he plays a cripple throughout the entire movie. But yet, you see scenes of him laying out orders. There is him and his gang kind of get riled up in this police roundup. 
and they all are supposed to be confessing something because they try to catch him and they don't know who it is. They catch them all, including uh, Kevin Spacey's character. And they're trying to tell you what the plans are of this Kaiser Soze that they all work for him. But nobody knows that he's the actual part. Nobody knows that it's him. They go through the whole movie not knowing that this man was the perfect, the perfect criminal because he got away with it. And that line at the end of that movie is when everything put in perspective as to what happened because you see the cop scrambling because now he gets it. Whenever you get a chance to watch the usual suspects, oh my gosh. I haven't seen it in a long time, but now I'm going to go watch it. Kevin Spacey was scary good in that movie. Wait a minute. Kevin Spacey? Is this the same Kevin Spacey that was kicked off his Netflix series? Unfortunately. That's why I said back in the day. (laughs) <laughs> when he was really good and stuff wasn't really being talked about. Um, but I would say yeah. that that was back in the heyday where he, where his acting was really, really serious and it wasn't just fly by night, you know. Um, but that, that role, I really think, defined his career at that time um, because he did it so well. It was impeccable. It was like you really were taking a book and studying how to be a criminal from watching sure. this movie. And to mm-hmm. see the camera angle, I don't want to give away too much, but to see the camera angle, everybody's left. All of the, the suspects are out. They're, these criminals, these little two-bit criminals are all out of the, the precinct. They done said their piece. They done said whatever they needed to say. And you see the cop go in, and he's looking at all of the photos of the guys that he brought in. And he keeps hearing the test, the not testimonies, but the the confessions of these guys of the things that they were snitching about. Nobody knew who he was, but Kevin Spacey was laying out that whole plan the whole time. Now he's you see the clip of his feet where he's walking crippled, right? And it keeps going back to his feet, back into the precinct, and the cop is trying to put everything together that everybody keeps saying, and then that line pops in. You know, and you see him start walking straight and he gets in a car and disappears after he lights a cigarette. And the mm. cop missed him a beat too late. When he figured it out, he was already gone. Wow. And the movie is over. I was just like, ah! <laughs> that type of suspense, even though there's like killing and stuff going on, that type of suspense right there. That was a psychological thriller to me. That that type of stuff, that's my that's my jam right there. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. You being in the business of acting in the industry of entertainment, I'm sure you found or 
experienced your fair share of like what the f moments tell us some of your experiences you've had as being an actress not only as a woman but as a black woman yeah. it's odd and and i'll say and i'll tell you what i mean it's it's one thing where if nobody knows me and i'm just walking around you know life just being me i'm just viewed as oh black woman you know stereotypically i'm probably mean and nasty i probably ghetto whatever people are thinking about me because they see this and especially if my hair is short and i got on these automatically I'm, they're thinking you know i'm ghetto i have no class i'm uneducated i'm probably have two or three kids out of wedlock you know three baby daddies and you know they're already people thinking this stuff um just running the mill, walking the street. But because I am part of the acting community, I'm treated like one of the family, if I can say it that way. Um, I'm loved. I'm, um, I'm, I'm given liberties to be myself. I'm giving um, opportunities to show what kind of talent I have. I'm being, you know, shown the red carpet, so to speak. You know, the, the, you know, the metaphorical red carpet of being welcomed into the community because I have skills and talents that can be utilized. Um, and and it's without judgment. There's no judgment. There's no, um, you know, oh, because you're black, you know, we want to put you in this role. No, there's none of that. There's a slight bias. Um, if, you know, I try to go up for a musical or something and I sing something and then they're like, hey, that's not what I'm looking for. You know, um, there's a little bit of that there. You have to be able to sing a certain kind of, you know, a certain kind of way to get into certain kind of musicals. And that's, and that's understandable. Um, I kind of let my musical hair down back in the day. So, you know, singing to the Lord is what I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I keep it to him because that's where I'm most comfortable. Um, and hopefully I get out of my comfort zone one day and go and audition again for a musical or two. But, uh, oh, oh, wait. Hold on. So yeah. you're telling me that you can sing? Did I say that? Wait, you just said that you do musicals, so obviously you know how to sing. I did musicals. I did musicals. Because I don't rehearse yeah, like but, I should. But can you sing good enough to go into the studio and record some music? Probably not. I would definitely need somebody to, to make sure that I'm on point before I do that. Oh, so I can't like ask you to sing like Amazing Grace or something like that right now. You want me to sing Amazing Grace? You just said that you I sing can... praises to the Lord. That's what you just <laughs> said to me. <laughs> I did. I did. Yes, and you I said can, that you sing, sing musicals, Davida, so I'm thinking that you can sing gospel. You you, you want me to go ahead and, and give you a, a line of Amazing Grace right now? I want you to give me the first part of Amazing Grace. All right. Amazing Grace How sweet the sound oh. that 
the wretch like me. You all right over there? I'm having a, I'm having a, I'm having a meltdown. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now, now I see. Oh, man. Yeah, that was amazing for real. You got gifts. You got skills. You you can sing. No, that's you're not saying. You can sing. <laughs> Holy crap. Did I tell you I praise dance too? Since we talking about it. <laughs> oh no, you did not. But yeah, damn, can you can you on Instagram and on Facebook? Do you have any room to go on and praise dance right now? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta set it up next time so you can praise dance up on this show. Hey, right, just let me know the time and the place. And see, and that's what I mean. Like stuff like that, for what people are looking for in, in the theatrical world, unless I was doing a show with Ujima, that don't fly. It don't it don't fly. That's not what they're looking for. What? But and it's okay. Like I can't even get into certain black shows if you can if you can believe that. You can't get into certain black shows. I have never done a show. I auditioned for, and big ups to all of the theaters here. Like everybody's doing their thing. I get you know, but I have auditioned for a few places. Um, and we already know there ain't too many black theaters in Buffalo. Um, and I auditioned for both. And quite honestly, I've done most of my work if it was for all black casts. Um, were mostly with the Ujima Theater Company with Lorna Hill. Um, because she knew, but she knows my potential. She she raised me up in the theater world, is what I'm saying. That was Mama Lorna to me, so she knew me. She knew what I could do. She can tell me, I want you to sing this at the drop of a hat because I want to put this in the show. I could do it for her because she knew what I could do. I showcase a little bit here. It might not be what they're looking for, but it, it's fine. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm not mad about it. I put myself out there. That's cool. I'm good with putting myself out there. It's just a matter of who is going to respond. You know, I and I... I Mentioned briefly um, some, some a while ago about a woman from the Brazen Face Violence Theater Company here in Buffalo. Love them. They're, it's an all-women company. Love them to death. Um, when she told me, she said, you are, she said, not only are you beautiful, and this is a white woman tell, telling me this. Love, I love her spirit. I love the women in that company. That when, The women are just awesome over there. Um, and she told me, she said, I really don't understand. You are talented, you're beautiful, and you're not working. That's a problem. I don't understand why you're not working. That is a problem. That is, I want a second on that one. That is a problem, Buffalo. What are you doing? 
you're wasting away good talent over there in your city. What are you, exporting other actors and actresses to come into your city and act right now? This is ridiculous. When you got a real good woman named Vita right there under your grasp. Oh my God. This the is... church world knows me, but that's about it. The theater world here in Buffalo and the church world knows me. That's it. Oh my goodness, man. Yo, industry people, you, you know, really are dropping the ball on this one. Really dropping the ball. I think you need to get a clue right now as to who Davida really is. She's talented. She's gifted. She can sign. <laughs> She's college educated. She didn't go to college to drop out. She went to college and finished. And went broke doing it. And then you say she's overqualified. That's a lot of stuff, you guys. It's some malarkey in the industry. And I think it needs to change. Because it sucks. Assist with not one, not two, but three degrees. Okay? Three. Wow. Three, y'all. And three I degrees. all these talents in all three. Wow. Three degrees. Three degrees. Yep. An associate's in business administration, a bachelor's in theater, a master's degree in theater with a concentration in acting. Wow. Well, you know what? I really loved what I saw in Bill Boscar. And I love the fact, yes, you only had a small role, but man, it was amazing how you portrayed that character. I, and you, I like stuff like that. That's just where I get a chance to explore me in the role and they like, okay, I like it that way. Let's try it another way. And it's like, man, I love stuff like that. Yeah, well, you're really good at what you do. And you know what I must say from a personal standpoint, you're a really good person. Really, really good person. You have a great heart, and um, you deserve every good thing that God has got coming for you. Thank you. And I believe that your time is soon. Yeah. That you want to be known as an actress, renowned everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're in your 40s, because Samuel Jackson had a late start. Okay. Morgan Freeman. Charles Dutton. Yes. All of them. Yes. Had, and they're all great at what they do. Mm-hmm. And they all at least starts in life. But man, are they ever so dope at what they do. They are just, they're doing it. And that's, yeah. I like to see us doing it. Now it's time for a black woman to take the helm. Now it's time for the industry people to push up a black woman, a, a sister, a queen. It's time. I don't want to see the uh, Haley Berry. Yeah. I had to put that out there. I had to put that out there. I had to. And the reason why, the reason why I put that out there, why the Haley Berry is because Haley Berry is a great actress. Yes. Dope actress. She knows how to portray a role so well. 
My favorite movie from Halle Berry was Losing Isaac. Mm-hmm. I thought Halle Berry played an amazing role as a mother that lost her child. And she just, oh my God, she brought so, so much realism to that character. Yes. And if she didn't win an Emmy or, an, or any type of award for that, just really irked me. And what really irked me was the monster ball role. And there's nothing saying Billy Bob Thornton is a bad guy because he isn't. I like you, Billy Bob Thornton. I respect your acting skills. But what I don't respect is the fact that Holly Berry had to come off her clothes and play a sex scene for them to give her an award. So why are you rewarding such behavior from a beautiful actress? Because you are men and you're horny. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. The old boys club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, we're going to give her a test role to see if she's going to take it. To see if she can do it. And then they're like, Hallie, you know you got to come off your clothes, right? You know you got to get naked, right? In front of a camera, right? You know you got to do that, right? Will you do it? Of course, Halle Berry's like, okay, right fine. Change, yeah. Long as the money's right. And so, anyway. I mean, I, I pray that wasn't the case, but I mean, I'm I'm hoping she said it was something about the script that made her want to do that role. I'm hoping that's what she that I'm hoping that was the case. I'm thinking it was because P. Diddy was in it. That's what it was. You think? P- yeah, P. Diddy was in it. He played the role of a convict. <laughs> and so now, they made, now I'm gonna have to watch it again because I, I don't remember him being in the movie. It's a short role. He's playing her baby father, ex boyfriend, or some shit. Oh. And he's in the he's in the penitentiary, and she goes to visit him in Monsters Ball. Yeah, you gotta see it. It's actually without her being naked in the movie, it didn't really matter for that part. I think the movie was great. Okay. Yeah, I gotta yeah. watch it. I think I've seen it only one time anyway, so I really don't remember. Yeah, well, you can fast forward the sex scene. That's irrelevant in the movie. You can fast forward that and watch the rest of it. Yeah, I'm all about the story. That's me. And speaking of stories, you have a Lifetime movie. You're in a Lifetime movie. You have a role in a Lifetime movie. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, This role I played in this Lifetime movie was actually done by the same director that did A Christmas in Vermont that was filmed in East Aurora. Um, he big ups to those people. I'm going to get those names for you because it's been a minute since I've seen him. Uh, but Fiance Killer is the name of the film. And I played a nurse who um comes in and just try to get everybody to leave the room because it's late. Visiting hours are over. Okay? Um, the, the gist of the movie is there's this young couple, there's a young guy that's dating this young girl who's supposed to be an heiress. When she turns 21, she gets all this money. Her and another girl, him and another girl are planning on trying to get this money for some reason. And they know that she has a severe allergy. So she ends up putting something in her food or making her drink something that 
causes her to have this anaphylactic, go into anaphylactic shock. And they move her EpiPen somewhere that she can't find it. She ends up in the hospital. So, oh yeah. So there's like 45 minutes to an hour before I come in. And all this plotting and stuff is going on. And then the guy comes in. He's visiting her. She's like out, you know, sleeping and whatnot. The other woman comes in wanting to kill her with a syringe and all that, ready to like kill her while she's sleeping. And he was like, what is you doing? What is you doing in here? You know, they have a little exchange or whatever. Then I come in, all right, now, you two. Visiting hours are over. Now, school. That's my lines. <laughs> you know? Those are, those are some dope lines. I would be gone <laughs> when you said that. I would be out. Yeah. Um, you just but, made me scared to break the rules in the hospital. In the hospital? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that that's... That's all of what I do in that film. But the movie, I think, I actually ended up watching the whole movie. The movie is pretty good. Um, I got IMDb credit for that, by the way. Oh. Um, and I also got IMDb credit for a Christmas, no, for another private film that I did. Ooh. Yes, 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 that I need to tell you about. Um, it was an independent film that I did 2019, summer in the 2019. Um, shout outs to Kristen Steve. That's my girl. Uh, I got credit for that too. Um, what is it? oh, so we were we ended up taping in not Dunkirk. What park were we in? I forgot what park we were in. Um, the film was called Murder Creek, and I was one of the people that were jogging in the park. Me and another young girl was jogging in the park. So it's this young woman who is writing a book trying to figure out about this murder that happened in Murder Creek. So she's asking people what's going on and she's asking different people. So she ends up in the in the middle of the, the park and the guy that she thinks is following her or whatever, you know, she ends up killing this guy. Oh wow. It it yeah, it's weird. I gotta I gotta find out where I can get the link to the film because I gotta show you this film. Um, and then me and this younger woman is jogging by and, you know, we stop and we like, I'm, Hey, you know, are, are you okay? Like what we trying to figure out like, what's wrong with this chick? Is she, is she Why is she covered in blood? What the hell? You know, I'm supposed to act like not a typical black person. Like, a, you know, cause black person were like, what the hell is wrong? I'm out of here. But, doing, but I'm about to jog the other way and call 911. Okay, because I don't know what this is right here, you know. Um, and then uh, she's writing this at the end, you know, she writes the book. Um, and I'm sitting, you know, by at the table at the cafe. Oh, where were we? Were we in East? No, we were in Akron. That's it. We were in Akron when we filmed it. Um, and she's just like spaced out. But my thing is this I think the chick, I think she killed all these people, to be honest with you. But that's just my take on it. I didn't write the short film, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and it was different. I wasn't up front, um, which was which was cool. So I really um I appreciated that. So that was that was well worth it. Fred Olin Ray, that was what I meant to tell you. Fred Olin Ray was the director of Fiance Killer, and he was also the director of a Christmas in Vermont. And that's the one I could find on YouTube. 
both of those you can find on YouTube. Christmas in Vermont. Killer on a Christmas in Vermont. Um, Fred Olin Ray, he's an interesting guy. His son, Christopher Ray, is his AD. Um, they always work together. Um, yeah, Fred Olin Ray's son is his AD, so they're always doing stuff here in in that area. They just like the way it looks, like that appeal. Pretty For good. those folks that don't know what AD means, it means assistant director. Okay, yes. carry on. Sorry, I'm I'm so when I'm getting when I get impassioned about something, I just start ripping off you know codes and stuff. Yes, assistant director. Um, and I was only supposed to be an extra in a Christmas in Vermont. That's how I got in the movie. And then at the end of the shoot for the extras, Christopher came up to me and he said, um, excuse me, uh, the director, who's my father, really loves your look. and He wants to know if you want to come back tomorrow as a featured extra. Oh, oh okay. So what happened? Of course I will say yes. You know, I had to come back. It was a we shot on a Saturday, and I said yes, and I had to come back Sunday morning at seven a.m. So to my, you know, my happiness, couldn't sleep, was up early, and was just ready. Was like, okay, is my makeup all right? Am I okay? And you know, and my makeup was fine. All they did was do a little touch up here and there, and um, I was a woman carrying the Christmas presents, okay. and I had. One line, one and a half, where I was thanking the lead guy, the lead male actor. Um, you know, thank I forgot what his character's name is. And I was like, thank you so much. Have a good day or something like that. And I drive off in this rental car because he helps me with his he helps me with my presence. And so my and the, and the guy's name is David in real life. Like his name is David. So we instantly like had a nice little click. On set, which oh, was makes mad. sense. Davida, right. David, Davida, yeah, David. it was mad cool, sweet guy. I hope he's doing well. Um, but that so are, are you a fan of all actors by the name of David? No, because <laughs> not all actors with the name David are good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I've really enjoyed that experience. That experience was just eye opening. And then he called me back and had me do fiance killer. Wow. Well, I'm going to go check out Fiance Killer, but to be honest with you and everybody else on YouTube, I am going to fast forward to DeVita's section. (laughs) But I encourage you to watch the entire film. The story is great. I I know you encouraged me to watch it, and kudos, shout out to you for your encouragement. I really appreciate it, but to be honest, I'm a lazy guy. I don't want to watch the whole film just to see my friend in it. No, I want to fast forward to your parts. See, what I love about Bill Buys a Car is that you're in the first scene. So I was able to watch the film, and I was good. I was done. I was like, yep, I'm done. She's good. She left the scene. Movie's over. I'm happy. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm a loyalist, man. I'm a loyalist. And it's very appreciated. Let me give a history to some of you folks out here in YouTube land and everywhere else I'm going to post this video. I met Davida back in 2000 and, oh, wow, was it 11? 
Yeah, that was. Yeah, ooh. No. Maybe it was less than that. It was 2007 or something yeah, like, like that. 2009. 2008, 2009, because I was at Buff State. Yeah, 2008. We went at the parking lot at Walmart, the Walmart parking lot at Thruway Plaza. That everybody on, know that ain't there anymore. It's now on Walden. <laughs> yeah, on Walden. <laughs> Yes. You know what I was going to say? Transit Road. Transit <laughs> Road. I'm glad I didn't say that. They would have been like, oh, transit? I know he don't live out here. <laughs> so it was Union Ave and Walden. That's where the corner of the, the trans the Thruway Mall Plaza is. The Union Walden. Walden and Harlem. God, dog, man, you're right. Walden <laughs> But yes. Union Union is down some ways. Union is further down, yes. Over near the Galleria. Yes. God, dog, I haven't been in Buffalo in some years. It shows. <laughs> but you knew where you were talking about, though. Yeah, and I know where Union is, because Union is where Zhang's Buffet is at. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Do they still have Zhang's Buffet open? It is still there. Oh my God! I have to make a two and a half hour trip to go to Zhang's Buffet. <laughs> I I don't know if they're open. They're probably open now to have people come in and eat. Um, but I know that they were doing uh, takeout for a long time. Do you, do you remember um, the buffet, um, the all you can eat buffet, the Golden Corral? I love. The Golden Corral. They used to have one in Buffalo. They used to have one in Buffalo over there in on Transit Road in the Transit Town Plaza area. Over there, oh yeah, back in way back in the day. Yeah, they said I had a birthday party there as a kid. I remember that. And then they then they got one in Erie, Pennsylvania. And that's basically where Buffalo people go is to Erie because it's only about an hour away. Mm-hmm. And, but they made one here in the Syracuse. And I was so happy that they brought a Golden Corral in Syracuse. Really? And then the pandemic hit. Oh. And that's- shut the Golden Corral down. Uh, is it open? Like, can you get, like, curbside? Uh, or? Can you- oh, no, it's shut. No. Yeah, I mean it's still there, but it's just like closed for the time being until we can all go back into being in public with each other again. Oh snap! I'm just looking forward to that day when we can all go back together again. I miss it. I miss seeing my friends. I miss seeing the actors and singers that I know across the entertainment industry. I miss it. I and miss I'm looking, physical contact with people, you know? Yeah, and I'm looking forward to the day where I can go to one of your screenings and one of your movies because you're being a lead actress in it. And you need you want me to come through and you got some extra tickets for this screening. <laughs> of course, I'm going to go on IG Live because I'm at my homie's screening. <laughs> IG Live? Hey. Yeah. YouTube live too. I could do YouTube live also nowadays, so it's all good. Well, 
Either platform, I'm down for it. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a win 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 situation here today. I can say so myself. It really has. It's been a win for you because you got to come out and tell your story briefly. It's been a win for the fans because they got to hear it from you and they got to meet you some for the first time. And it's been a win for me because I got to interview you, who was a dope actress, an awesome singer, <laughs> in front of these dope fans who I really appreciate and admire. So I got to say thank you to everyone, everywhere. Whether you're watching this on YouTube, Instagram, or Twitter, I love each and every single one of you, and I want to say thank you for checking this out, because without you and without your eyes, there would be no actresses like Davida. And of course, without Davida, there would be no MC Andrew Love. So I have to thank her as well as everyone else, because... It was you whom I met that day in 2009. It was you who helped me realize that I can do greater and better things in my life. It was you who was a bright spot and a dark spot in my day back then. And so your friendship has meant the world to me. And I want to say thank you for being a friend of mine. You. I am glad to be a friend. Okay? You have yeah. no idea how friends are needed in every aspect of life. So thank you very much for being a friend. Yeah, and so because I'm your friend, I must have to bring out this the reason why you came back to Buffalo. Mm. So you came back to Buffalo because your mom had gotten ill. Yes. Um, so how is your mother doing now? Oh, she's she's doing much better. Um, she doesn't look like she was sick. Um, she had to come off. She is retired now. Um, so she had to come off the job. But she is doing much better. She's happy, which is what makes me happy. Um, she's just now enjoying her life. You know, she's she's living life and she's loving the hell out of it. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. And I'm pretty sure that you get your chops from your mom. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that skipped the generation. <laughs> what? I'm serious. There's nobody in my family that does that. What I do, the dancing and the arts and all that stuff, mm -mm, just me. Just you? I'm the only one. So you're the only one from your immediate fam. That has all those gifting and singing abilities. Yes. Well, that is dope because you are divinely chosen. Out of all those people you're related to, you are the one that was divinely chosen. You should imagine you were divinely created. for, And you, you were given a gift from birth that yeah. God has bestowed on you to do the great things for his benefit. Mm -hmm. Amen. So basically... Your role is his messenger. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to do this. You have to tell all your friends in the world around that you believe that God is here and that he is there for you and everyone else too. And all we have to do is give him his praises. That's it. 
That's it's all that I simple. Yeah. Yes. And so because I really believe in fate, it was your fate that you are an actress and a singer because you could take roles that make a difference in people's lives. You can take roles that make people think. Like, I believe you can have roles like people, you could be a Maya Angelou. You can play a Cicely Tyson. You can make, you could be one of their roles. Like, you could take on a role of your iconic hero and play the shiznit out of her. I know you can. I would be honored to play one of those lovely ladies. Those ladies have been the pioneers of me wanting to be in this industry just to just to see how they just to how, how they work and how they just uh just to be in their presence to watch them come on screen and you can hear the whole room just stop breathing when they grace yeah. the, you know when they grace the screen it's like you don't hear a pin drop that you, see, you know you they demand you've seen them in the Tyler Perry movies man when they came on the screen, you're right. The whole movie theater did get silent. Mm-hmm. They demand your attention because they've worked through hell and back just to get to the point where they can just come on a screen without them looking being looked at differently. Or, you know, you can't go through this entrance. We're going to take a shot of you coming from the back here. You know what I mean? Like, they had, they graced the they are on the screen. They're, I mean, it's such an honor to watch people who've come before me on the screen. Knowing what they've been through, I would never want to go and do anything on film that would disgrace the legacy of Black actors and actresses before me. I wouldn't want to do that. I would want to up the game a little bit, but I also want to keep my integrity intact. I could dig the vibes. I could dig the vibes. Well, you know, I have an idea of a project that you and I could pitch to a director who's already directing a web series online. His name is Mike B. And the web series is called Unfinished Business. Anyway, I have an idea that I want to pitch to him. And then I'm going to actually screen record this part of the interview. Yes, I'm saying this as I post this and everybody's going to see this part, but I'm going to re-record it and I'm going to send it to you, Mike B, so you can see what I'm talking about. Davida is a dope actress. She's really good at what she does. She's very experienced. I'm basically giving you her resume. You All you got to do is check out the description below and see the links that are in there, impress these links, and you will go to her films, her movies, they're on YouTube, as well as anywhere else. <laughs> Check out Davida. I appreciate the shout out. Thank you so much. Oh, and one tidbit, Instagram page is now public again. Hey! See, it got public by the end of the show. It's amazing, folks, just how complaining can work. 
Only in this instance, complaining works. <laughs> now you all can see the movie. Or the short movie, anyway. Yes. See if you can. Try it out. Look, look it up. Leave comments if you want, please. Yeah, definitely go to Davida's Instagram page. Check out Davida because Davida is really good at what she does. Her, just the way she delivers a line in a movie is believable. I mean, it's kind of like some of my favorite rappers that come and deliver a good verse on a bar that they created. And that's how I feel about you, is that your, your craft is just as much of an art form as rapping or singing. And the way you deliver a line in one of your roles is mind-blowing to me. Because I've never really acted in front of a camera, except if you count this. <laughs> yeah. This counts. <laughs> I guess she does count. So I guess I can put it on my resume. This is yes, awesome, folks. Yeah. The host of Let's Chat and Jab. Oh, That's my right. God. There you go. Well, thank you, Davida. I feel so much better now. Oh, I'm glad. Thank you. This was fun. I really enjoyed doing this. This is awesome. I'm so glad you asked me because this is this is what's up. Yeah, well, you know what? Since you become, well, since you became a guest and you appeared here one time, now you have become part of the Let's Chat and Jam fam. So, which means that if you have anything you want to promote, it could be a book. It could be a new movie. Man, it could be a commercial ad. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever it is that you're on and you're acting on, or hey, if you haven't got a new job and you're like, oh, I am the president of such and such, hey, bring that to me too because that's news to me. Anything dealing with you in your life and your career and you want to get it out and you want to tell the people and tell the world, bring it to me so I can put it out and give it to the people because you are really awesome. And I just, I'm really, really glad that you came here to the show because I really am a fan of yours. Thank you. And that drives me into my next question is, if you had any advice for the young ones, any advice, what would you tell them? Be ready for a fight. And I say that because um, the fight is going to come from where you least expect it. Um, my fight came from my family. So, uh, oh, uh, I mean, well, like, well, like, expound on that, like, will you? Um, for instance, uh, my family is very like traditional, like, a job has to be something you go like nine to five, something you went to school for to go and get a real, a real job, so to speak. What I'm doing now is considered a real job. Uh, working in a college, any type of job you get a paycheck for, that's considered a real job. Okay, okay. so if you're working like seven fifty an hour, and you're making minimum wage, but and you cannot barely afford to even buy yourself a steak dinner for one, that's a real job. It's a job. What I'm trying to do, my acting, my dancing, and stuff. It was a fly-by-night dream. 
you're not just going to go and do that and you just going to go to California and they just going to discover you. You don't get famous overnight. That's not a real job. That's not realistic. Um, I wanted to be a model and my aunt was like, no, you don't want to do that. Don't waste your time. And then the next month she posing doing some wedding expo in the Buffalo News. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. Like my mom would always invite them to a show I did. And oh, we know she can sing. We know she can dance. We know she can act. Oh, you, you know what? No offense, but it's to me they sound a little bit like haters. Sorry about that. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be jealous of your niece. Don't be jealous of your cousin. Don't be jealous of whoever she is to you because she is really good. And if it's one person from the team makes it, the whole team makes it, man. Yeah, sometimes, well, sometimes, sometimes. Not, not in this, not in this case because y'all wasn't there for her when she needed you to be. So yeah, they, they it, it don't work that way. There's only one person on her team, and that's her mama. Yeah, she's my biggest cheerleader. Um, but yes, I will tell young people: be ready for a mental fight. You have to literally have almost have a the the a metal backbone to be in this industry because you're going to get a lot of rejection that that comes with the territory. A lot of rejection comes with that. A lot of haterade is going to be drank in this situation. Um, trying to navigate your way around to figure out who you need to connect to in order to get to the next level. That's a fight because a lot of people don't really want to share information with you because they think you're trying to take something away from them. Why? I don't know. Mostly amongst the black community. But um, if you really, this is what you want to do and you know it for sure, be ready to put up that fight to get what you want. That's and like that fight. crabs in a barrel syndrome. Remember that? Yeah. Crabs in a barrel syndrome? Mm-hmm. Where we all want to get to the top and we pull each other down just to get there? That's right. So that's another thing you could tell these children. It's like, do not be a crab in a barrel. So, like, when you see somebody doing big things, support that person. Yes. Give that person their props. Yes. Give them accolades. Be a cheerleader if you have to. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you something, folks. That goes a long way, man. Being yes. a cheerleader for somebody, like, authentically being proud of this person. Yes. And say good things to them without expecting anything in return. The only thing you want from them is for them to be successful and to keep doing what you're doing. That's how it's supposed to be, folks. We're supposed to support one another, no matter who they are and what they do, where they're at. I don't even care if they got a job working as a pizza delivery guy. Yo, that's a big deal to some folks. That's right. So I I think even if a person has a pizza delivery job and, and he's like maybe his first job, well, you should not approach it as like, that ain't nothing. You should approach right. it as, yo, that's dope, man. I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. That is great. Keep up the great work, man. Including acting. If DeVita wanted to go out and make a movie, you should support that. If she's coming in and she's making a, uh, she's doing a Broadway show and she's on the stage, support that. Go to her show. Go hear her music. Go hear her sing because she's the voice of an angel. I'm telling you. Yo, folks, man, 
stop sleeping on Davida, man. That's that's the problem I think what's going on here. Not just your family, but it's Hollywood in general. The industry, the film industry is sleeping on you. And they gotta stop sleeping on you, man. They gotta wake up and smell the roses because you are the shiznit. Oh, thank you, Andrew. I really appreciate it. God bless you, because this is it's a hard task to be at it alone, but I know that I'm not alone. I have a mom that supports me. I have a boyfriend who loves what I do. So it's shout out to your boyfriend. You must be doing something good to be Davida's boyfriend. And you know what's funny though? This is the first time she mentioned you. Yeah, because we were talking about other things, and now he has come up. But he's he's a big supporter. He's um, I've known him for fifteen years, and we dated when we were in our twenties. And then something happened. We ended up splitting. And then 15 years later, here we are. And he's just, he's, he's great, man. Well, I, yo, brother, I uh, just want to say, dude, shout out to you, brother. Kudos goes out to you for <laughs> being a good boyfriend for Davida. Because all I care for, being a big brother to her, is yeah. that she is happy. And she's safe and secure in her skin. And it's obvious to me, brother. That you're doing a great job as a man. So I want to say shout out to you, brother. Shout the fuck out. Thank you. I will make sure he gets that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you make sure he gets that. As a matter of fact, this is going to stay in the interview. You will see that on YouTube. (laughs) I think you'll appreciate that. Now, that little part that I just did, the extra burst, that won't be on the video. I'll, I'll take this out. This part here is going to be deleted. You won't even see it. You're going to be like, damn, man, I don't remember. What happened to the part where we was laughing and shit? It's not even on there. This interview is so dry. It's so boring. This motherfucker. Oh. Um, this should be all my blooper reel behind the scenes. <laughs> but once I get rid of the video, it's gone. I clip it, it is gone like it never existed. Oh no. <laughs> you gotta leave the bloopers in. <laughs> I could copy paste, I guess. I could copy paste. I could copy them, the scenes, and then put it in my desktop. That, that, that'll work. You know. Yeah, I could do that. I can okay. do yeah, I can. Yeah, I guess I should do that. I guess you know what? You're right. I'll do that, Davida, for now. <laughs> Good. I want you to do that. Now, do you have any burning desires? <sighs> yes, I do. Yes, indeed, I do. Um, I so want, if I ever get the chance to, the one role that I want to play at least one time in my career is I want to play the Greek Miss Athena. I played her in in my thesis role in grad school. And to develop such a character and to really dive in in the history about Athena and what she does and how she influences people to, to, you know, whether it's about war making them fall in love, whatever the case may be. Um, that woman, as a strong figure as she was, I would love to play her on screen. 
I would love to play her as a black woman because we all know Greeks were not, you know, they were, they were. Dark oh, the Greeks were the black people. Yeah. Yeah. Over there in, um, in that side of the world. Absolutely. Like the, the Sicilians of Italy. The mm-hmm. Sicilians yes. are the black people of Italy. Yes. Which is why they were booted to the south part of the land because they didn't want to be a part of them because they felt we didn't want to get part of that blackness, blackness. on them. So we're yeah. going to send them out there. Mm-hmm. And yes. I love the story. It is. But I love the story of Athena. Um, just is, going is into it, Greek mythology, I love her. Like, that's my soul sister right there. So that's kind of like, so do you think Russell Crowe was the best part, the best lead in his gladiator film? Do you think that role should have been to another man, like a, a brother in gladiator? I think there could have been more brothers in that movie. Because sure. there were a lot of black people. But they weren't, but they weren't front and center. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't. We they were the showcased. They were like here. You know. Mm. Nah, I want them here. I want them in your face. Because films were so sensationalized that they thought that that was Hollywood because of the old boys club and what's going on in Hollywood. Thank God it's getting better. Um. But that's what they wanted. That's how they sensationalized a lot of the old stories that they put on screen. It was just he had to look good. He had to be fair-skinned. He had to be sexy. He had to be muscular. He had to, you know, he had to be all of this. He had to be popping in the in the, lead, in the female lead. He had to be thin, curvy, uh, whatever they consider curvy. I don't, I don't, you know. Um, Add this to your burning desire, Davida. Idris Elba must be James Bond. Oh my God, one hundred and twenty thousand percent. It should have been Idris Elba from the beginning. Like even when Sean Connery played it, it should have been Idris Elba. That's how I feel. <laughs> you want to go way back that far? Now I, I, I will say, Sean Connery was a great James Bond. I have to say I, that. I think he was the most believable James Bond I have ever seen. I agree with other, you. Other than Pierce Brosnan, because I really like him, too. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. yeah. He's been getting slept on a lot, too, though. He's very underrated as a male actor, and it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I I love him in Dante's Peak, but I like... Oh, that's my favorite movie! Like catastrophic movies about environmental stuff. And I love Twister. Oh my god! <gasps> I love. I could, I could watch that movie over and over again. Uh, rest man. in peace to my man that died. Um, that did Twister. Um, um. Bill, 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 Bill uh, Paxton. Passed. Yes. He died. You didn't know he died? If I did, I was sleeping. You were sleeping, man. I was, was snoring, man. I was really under the rocks. Was this 2018? 2018 oh, or early 2019? He, 
because he, he played died. in Titanic, y'all. Yes. He, he was in Aliens. If you need to look back at his, he was in the middle of doing the TV show Raining Day when he died. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, I want to go back and see if they actually have that, that season still up because it was like season one, but I think they didn't finish the season because he ended up dying. Um, Damn, was, he was making yeah, a comeback. Raining Day TV show on CBS. Google it. You it, whatever you need to do to find it, it was good. I liked it. And I think they got like six, five, six episodes in and he died unexpectedly. And I was just like heartbroken. Yeah, you know who else I was heartbroken by? When we lost John Ritter. Mm, yes. Yes, I I love John Ritter. I loved him in that in that movie he played when they played in uh, about the remote control, the remote thing. You know? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, oh It's not that? UHF, because that's where they'll yank of it. Right. Oh, what is the name? That's going to bug me for the rest of the night, because I don't know what the name that film was. Yeah, but I'm, I know I'm what a... you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out myself. Yeah. But anyway, folks. Yo, it's been a real pleasure having you here. Thank you for coming through, Davida. You're awesome. And um, and I really do appreciate your time. You're a dope actress, and everybody needs to see your movies. You got to go check out Davida. You can see her on YouTube, but you can check her out on Instagram. I'm telling you, folks, she's going to be a force to record with in this industry. If I have anything to say about it myself, I'll tell you that. Thank you so much. And it was such a pleasure to come on here. God bless you. God bless your wife for helping you out with this whole thing. I am digging the less jam, the, the, the chat jam. And now that I'm part of the fam, I am looking forward to bringing you some content. Okay? Oh, I'm looking forward to posting some content. And as a matter of fact, if you know any actresses or actors that could use another interview under their resume, well, tell them to hit me up in my DMs and we can chit chat. I will certainly do that. Yeah. And so, folks, this is it. This is the end of the show. I really do appreciate your time. Davida, you must stay safe out there in Buffalo. Yes. Yeah, you, you're welcome. And everybody else, I want you to wear a mask. I want you to wash your hands. And I want you to social distance. And in the meantime, folks, peace out. Thanks for watching. And if you like what you saw, please subscribe to the channel. Also, like and share the content as well as hit the notification icon so you don't miss any A Conversation With series right here on Let's Chat and Jam.